The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past Sunday, the beginning of that reading. Last Sunday was the 11th Sunday after Pentecost, our reading from Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4, where the Apostle Paul wrote, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, not where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. My dear friends in Christ, the Apostle Paul here is encouraging us. First off, he says, set your hearts on things above. And when he says, set your hearts on things above, he says, don't be living your lives in a sense of spiritual daydreaming where instead of remembering who you are and where you're going, you forget about those things and get too attached to the things of this life. Set your hearts on things above. Remember that you're believing children of God, you're heirs of heaven, and focus your life on living as a child of God and not as a child of Satan and sin, which is what we were before we were called to faith. Now Paul gives us the reason here why we'll want to set our hearts on things above. He said, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Through faith in Christ, that part of our lives in which we were enemies of God and destined to eternal punishment, objects of God's wrath, well, that part of our life has officially been done away with. It's over. And, well, we say it's done and it's over, but remember, of course, that what Satan would really like to do is get his clutches on us and grab us and pull us back into that life that, well, officially when we were called to faith, we died to, it was over. That's why it's so important for us to always be watching and praying for God's help, for God's help so that Satan doesn't get us back into his grasp. But when Jesus died on the cross for us, when he died his vicarious death for us in, in our place. It was as if our old way of life died too. And now we have a new life. And oh, Paul says that that new life that we have, it's hidden with Christ in God. And when he says it's hidden with Christ in God, I guess the first thing we think about is how God is the only one who can really look into our hearts and see if faith is truly there. God's the one who sees that. Of course, what we'll want to do is we'll want our faith to show because we want people to see the grace and love of God that's in our hearts and in our lives. 
so that the Holy Spirit can work through us to hopefully reach more people and bring more people into God's believing family. But when he says here also, your life is now hidden with Christ in God, he's also talking about how our new life in Christ is kept safe and protected by our God. Our new life in Christ, it's so valuable and so precious to God. He wants us in his believing family. And so he keeps that new life safe and protected. But then as we think about that new life being hidden, what we also recognize is that when the Lord does return, the fact that we are God's believing children, that will be evident to all when our Lord Jesus does take us home to heaven forever. When well, it says, you also will appear with him in glory. Then it'll be obvious that we're believing children of God. Well, there was a watchmaker who once said that because his fingers were used to pick up very, very small and intricate watch pieces, it was extremely important for him to protect his hands from calluses or, or any injury for that matter. He then recounted an incident that occurred early in his career as a watch maker, a watch repairer, that, oh, made him keenly aware of this. One Saturday morning, he was out, as he always did, he was cutting his grass. And as he was cutting his grass, what happened is that his employer, his employer who was the owner of a fine jewelry store, he saw him cutting grass. And the employer asked him, do you usually mow your own lawn? The man replied, every week. To that, the employer said, well, this will be the last time. I'll get someone to mow it for you. No watchmaker of mine will be doing this kind of work. And, and understand that the owner there of that jewelry store, he wasn't belittling the manual work that, that the watchmaker was doing, but he was merely, merely trying to protect the watchmaker's hands from losing their great sensitivity, from him being unable to perform his job as a watchmaker or a watch repairer. In much the same way, we Christians need to work at putting our sinful ways behind us so that instead we can set our hearts on things above and concentrate more and more on living our lives for our Savior, Jesus Christ, remembering who we are, that we're children of God, we're heirs of heaven, we're going to eternal life in heaven. And, well, why would we set our minds on earthly things? And now what I'm talking about, understand, is things, now the reading we'll look at tomorrow deals with that quite a bit, why would we set our minds on 
earthly things, things that could separate us from God and from his grace and love, when we can set our hearts on things above and always get closer to our Savior and his grace and love. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for making us your believing children. Help us always to not daydream spiritually, but to focus on who we are and where we're going because of Jesus, our Savior. In his name we pray, amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.